It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Consequence Podcast Network. I've never been this nervous in my life. Greetings from Long Time No See, the podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. Hey, welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith With. It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thank you, as always, for making your way here and checking out the series. Of course, you know what to do if you like what you see, what you hear. Hit that subscribe button. I put out three new interviews every single week. Doing every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones at iTunes and Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or of course, anywhere you get your podcast from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. You can find uh, episodes. Uh, recent uh, guests that have been on here, like uh, Phil Collin of Def Leppard, we've had uh, Graham Nash of uh, CSNY. We had little Steven of Bruce Springsteen's E Street Band, Ricky Lee Jones, uh, Les Claypool of Primus, uh, also actors like Arnold Schwarzenegger, Kylie Rogers, who talked about Bo is Afraid. We had Suki Waterhouse discussing Daisy Jones and the Six. Coach Beard himself, Brendan Hunts from Ted Lasso, Paolo Nutini, Ali Sheedy, De La Soul, and Judy Collins. All those you can find at the Kyle Meredith with podcast. And that's me, Kyle Meredith. Today, my guest, Dave Davies of The Kinks. We're going to be talking about their new compilation called The Journey. Part one is already out. It'll be a part two as well. And uh, Dave and I are going to, well, the whole thing, it celebrates the 60th anniversary of the band. 60 years, over 60 years at this point. So we're going to be talking about looking back at his past, uh, the band not being afraid of darker subjects, and the intersection between spirituality and politics. In fact, Dave's a big Star Trek fan and compares their subject matter to the uh, philosophy that's frequently found in the episodes of the iconic series. And we'll go on to discuss the importance of imagination and self-expression, having a duty to help people, and having his brother Ray as one of his biggest gurus. All that and more, talking about the journey. It's Kyle Meredith with Dave Davies of The Kinks. Hello, Kyle. How are you? It's a pleasure, honor to meet you. Thank you for being uh, doing this, yeah. yeah. It's great to meet you, too. I'm Let's... looking at your pictures, David Bowie. Yellow Bowie, little uh, Ziggy, some R.E.M. Oh, yeah. that's good. Yeah, that's cool. Just kind of keeping it, you know, my all my heroes around me, one way or the other. Let's jump into this. Uh, first off, again, it is a pleasure to meet you. And uh, and with everything that's going on that you got right now, let's see. Uh, we got The Journey with the Kinks, part one out. Oh. You got Living on a Thin Line, the book and the album. And, and maybe it's the obvious question, but let's let's start right there. It seems like the past couple of years have been an opportunity for reflection. Why, why, why now? Well, I think that, um, it's just, uh, I don't know why, but I mean, I mean, um, I wanted to put a, a, a thorough version of my autobiography or memoir 
one being one accord together. I could have so much stuff over the, the, the span of time. You, know, you can't say it all in three minutes on or five minutes on. But um, I really wanted to pan the book out and make more of you know, my life and what happened to the people, you know. Life's, life is like it's an amazing movie that we're all watching all the time, so, it, you know. And, um, and it's an interesting time. You know, the record company have been very supportive of us, BMJ, and wanted to put the, um, it's our 60th year. 60th? What? What happened? <laughs> and uh, <laughs> And uh, so there's a lot of opportunity to put new, new projects and refurbished products to do. And it's, it's very exciting time. It's been fun to listen to it. And it's been fun to listen to it, how you all stacked them together thematically. Uh, where, where did that idea come from? Because, because I, you know, it's interesting. Like, I wonder how many artists can look at their, you know, their catalog over decades and start, you know, you say it's like a movie, you know, to sort of see it in that sense, because I think that opportunity could be there, but may not always be present for everybody's music. And I guess it was for yours. Yeah, I mean, I, I think Ray and I have always kind of thought about things as a visual thing. Even music, when you're playing and writing, it seems visual. Like, and you look at watching it as well as hearing it. So I think we've always been uh, that kind of people, you know, and, uh, and that, and we even had an album out years ago called Think Visual, which mm -hmm. was really based on uh, a few ideas that Ray conjured together in that regard, you know, and, that, and um, the world can be horrible, but it can be a wonderful place as well. We, it's not easy trying to shift through one or the other, is it? It's hard work. Being alive is difficult for all of us. No, and music is such an important uh, makeup as human beings. We're, you know, it's important to get these ideas and thoughts and inches out, aren't they? Well, you know, to to be on, the, I guess, the more playful side of that. Yeah, I was looking at the uh, the titles of it, and and I kind of laughed, and I said because it all seems to revolve around two things, which was success and girls. Yeah, really. <laughs> yeah, and I thought which one was the more prominent at the time. I mean, you know, I was sixteen when we started starting, and I was just happy I could string five chords together, man. And I was a very, I had a lot, a lot of rage when I was a young man. And um, I have a bit, bit of it now. And um, I was thrown out of school and I don't know what I was going to do, but I loved my girlfriend and I loved music. And that was, that's what set me in light every day. Is So, you know, it's, love is about many, many things. It's about upset and sadness and joy and and excitement and misery. <laughs> you know, we all get better at that. So it kind of, uh, I think the kinks history will go down as being, uh, oh, it's a life-affirming exercise as well as 
But I think we'd never really never been afraid to touch the darker reaches of ourselves or hearts. So they're all important. You know, and I think whenever we've got a little bit morose or mantle over humor helps to lift it up. And uh, I think humor has always been a really important part of King's music and Ray's writing. Absolutely. And we'll be right back right after this. Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky, in the Midwest, and allergies, yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice, it affects my mood, it affects everything. And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's, there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now, and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O Allergy.com That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O Allergy.com Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Dave Davies. Looking at uh, some of the um, the remixes on the uh, Living on a Thin Line album. And, and oh, one of those, you've got This Is The Time. For you... And maybe you're already getting there, but it seems like there is a a definite intersection between spirituality and the politics because both of those kind of found their way. Like, what is that inner? Like, does one sort of guide the other? Well, in my view, I think that um, I think we're I think we're all spiritual beings. I don't think one person is less spiritual than the other. That's why I think. You know, we need to appraise all our ideas that we have about spirituality, try and bring them together a bit more. What's isolation, separation, and like um, about ideas that maybe found a thousand years ago? Maybe we should think, hey, we're here now. <laughs> what about making, you know, and, and, and love is such a, a, everybody's experiences what love is, whether it's through nature, 
or whether it's through your kids or or whether it's, you know it's such a a vibrant energy that's happening now in our lives. I mean, we need to really somehow get over the barriers of separation of that. But um, what do I know? <laughs> I think we do look to you for things that you know. And, you know, further on, I guess what I was talking about, because, you know, this is the time. It's interesting even how it speaks maybe against the title track living on a thin line like there is no england now which is a line that you wrote decades ago at this point well it's relevant then it's still relevant but it was more relevant when i wrote it because it was like hanging on to these things in the past and hanging on so desperately for ideals and and um Modes of thinking and living that maybe we need to uh, come on and move on. You know, I'm, trying, I'm a big Star Trek fan. And I think there's so much, um, even in those old shows, there's so much philosophy and, and uh, spiritual thought contained in even some of the silliest episodes. <laughs> but, um, I think science fiction is important as well, and and um, and in science fiction you can speak a lot of truth, and you're in a truth, without it being chipped or formed by uh, a, a policy or a, a way of thinking. I think it's important to have imaginative thought. And we might not be right, but it might have a clue. We might have a, a tendency towards solving something through the use of imagination. And that was that was really the thought behind the track. This is this is the time. It's a condensed version of a track I did some years ago. Well, it was too long. Oh, it's far too long. I thought, but we we condense it down. It does vibe out as a really good dancey vibey train and I I quoted a, a piece of live footage from um, Carl Jung in that train and um, they, they said, so, <laughs> it, it made me laugh at the time but it's very serious of course but man cannot live a meaningless life Man can like live, you know, and it's fun to experiment with samples, but also they can give our writing and our ideas and songs greater meaning. And um, I love making that track. I help my, my son, Simon, who's very good at musician, plugs, play them, play that, all the musical stuff as well. And um, we had a lot of fun making that. But it's about life's an adventure as well, but it's very scary out there. But it, we got to just do what we can, I guess. Yeah, I was just um, talking with uh, the actress Harriet Walter uh, yesterday, and we were talking about sci-fi and about all of this. And it's interesting that you're just bringing it up again because because that, uh, especially I don't know, maybe for you know, growing up in the space age. And, and yeah. the way sci-fi played into that. But but it's, you know, what's really interesting to me is the prophetic nature 
like using those imaginations that you're talking about and and what it ends up doing is setting this template for what we can do and what we're capable of doing no, I totally agree I think it's important um I got excited thinking about science fiction <laughs> but when you think about it it's kind of layered and linked anyway yeah you know, it's like where do you get ideas from and we'd be really messed up, really, as if we're not messed up enough, if we didn't have imagination, that you have the, the, the mental and emotional choice to create change around us. You know, we're all in this Maya together, and we have an imagination and feelings, and we can all do something about it rather than sit there and and drive ourselves crazy. I mean, we're going to get that anyway, but it's <laughs> but it's important self-expression. You know, when I was at school, I was terrible at school. Because I, I didn't realise I was dyslexic as a kid, and we didn't know what it was. Oh, it's stupid, I don't know. I didn't realise what a lot of these deeply personal... Uh, things are in people that was coming to to uh, to in view of, of you know, autism and all the different in the fifties they didn't know what that was. You know. Shut up, get a bit. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> then we're learning by we're learning more by finding out what's wrong with us. I think and that's why we're really learning. Mm-hmm. No, not necessary. What can we achieve? But what can we bring to the table? It's not always about winning, losing. Uh, <clears throat> I think you learn learn more from losing than you do from winning. You know, you think, no, why can't they do it different? I mean, you know, that's the great thing about sport. That's why sport is so important. And uh, well, I say, what do I know? But, um, you know, we're very complex creatures, aren't we? Absolutely, but, um, we are. We're also too quick to judge, aren't we? We're too quick to say that's wrong, right? Oh, it's insecurity, really. We're also insecure. But I think as artists, painters and artists have a have a duty really to try and help what the hell was going on. It's not when you're in the band. You come together and you're trying to help each other out. Well we did that or do that. You know, it's like a and that's why I think being in a band has been really rewarding for me as a person. Because you have, <clears throat> you have to rely on each other to bring things to some sort of positive resolution or fruition. And I think um, my brother, Raymond, I think he's been one of my big, biggest gurus, if you like, or friend or enemy. <laughs> and so it's a lot of different things. It's not always the same thing. And we'll be right back right after this. Welcome back. It's Kyle Meredith with Dave Davies. Well, I have to say, though, that... What's really helped the cakes, I think, of the is the humour. 
humour kind of holds things together when they could easily fall apart. So humour is vibrant, singular, and in the creative world, and cartoons, I mean, it's like such a great way to express how we really feel without hurting anyone. We don't have to hurt each other, but I don't know. Sometimes maybe we need a little bit of pain to see truth, if there is truth, which I, I believe there is, and there's probably as much truth in a Star Trek episode than there is in a political rally. Probably a lot more, a lot deeper truth. I would absolutely agree with you on that, too. And I know we're getting up against the clock here. You know, I just say that um, the magic that you all do create together through the imagination, through humor for over the past 60 years, you know, it's been so important to to so many of us, you know, that we do stay engaged. And we do wonder, you know, because what, even as we're celebrating 60 years of the kinks, it was 30 years ago that the final record, you know, made its way out, which I've been fun uh, listening to Phobia um the past couple days thinking about this do you do you look at that as the final statements uh the final chapter on the king still oh no man keep going you got to keep going if you feel it do it it's gotta come out somehow i think um you know i guess throughout my life i've seen coming of cds and cassettes and all the methods of producing sound but like music is still very vibrant and important in people's lives. What the hell would we do without music? You know, without the Beethoven and the John Lennons and the, the R.E.M. and like, it's like it's such a, a wonderful landscape of diverse music that we have at our fingertips that can inspire us to be whatever we want to be. And I think it's a, we're very fortunate to live in, oh, I don't know, so many different sections of the world that are kind of in turmoil. You know, it, it's difficult to assess or reassess, but um, I think when there's, there's, there's hope when there's, there's, we have imagination, we have great hope for something better or weirder or stranger, newer, because I think that that's a great basis of what a human being is, the ability to have humour and imagination. You know, when you sit in a room on your own, sitting there thinking about things, that's such a powerhouse, what we got going on. And we can do whatever we want. You know, it really, I mean, and um, I think it's an exciting time now. I know I'm getting older, older, but I find it really exciting, creatively, what people are, are getting on with and getting through. And I think we do have a future as a human race. I really do. I believe in the future. I believe in the kinks. I believe in you, my friend. <laughs> I believe in the kinks as well. Dave, thank you so much for taking the time to talk about it again. It's been such a pleasure and an honor. You've been cool, man. Really cool. Thank you. 
My thanks to Dave. The Kinks, The Journey, part one is already out. And thanks to you for checking out the episode and the series. I do hope you hit that subscribe button while you're hanging around. Again, you'll get three brand new interviews sent to you every single week. That's a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday to keep you up to date on your favorite artists. And discover the new ones at iTunes and Apple Podcasts. It's Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Now after that, head over to WFPK.org. So I do a show Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern. It's song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews. Again, that's Monday through Friday, starting at 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me in the old social media spots, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. All three of them, the address is at Kyle Meredith. So do hope you like and follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media.